Welcome to The Lift Podcast. This is Angela Withers. Today we're going to be talking about detoxing the mind and the spirit, but really focusing mostly on detoxing the spirit. This is kind of a part one, and next week we'll be having um, sort of a part two, but it'll be talking about building up an immunity in our mind and in our spirit. So this one that we're going to have today is about detoxing, cleansing things out that don't belong or have been bogging us down spiritually, and then next week we'll continue on with strengthening our spirits so that those things don't come in as easily or readily. You may want to look in the Lift Library. There is a PDF labeled Detoxing the Mind and Spirit. And when you print it out, it'll actually, the label says Detoxing the Spirit because the PDF is mainly for that. But that PDF will go along with this podcast, kind of gives you a good visual. It will be helpful to have that printed out to use with the meditation as well. You will likely get the most benefit out of the meditation if you've listened to this podcast first, and then you can move forward with the meditation when you have a quiet moment to do that. So today we're talking about detoxing the mind and spirit, and this goes along with everything that Lindsay is sharing this week, and also about our lymphatic system as well, that we have this incredible system that's there in place to clean up our body and clean up what toxins are coming in, and it's up to us to to really use it, to really do what we can. there's It takes takes effort on our part to allow that lymphatic system to really work and be of great benefit to us. Thankfully, there is a system in place that God has prepared for us to have our minds and our spirits detoxed from all the garbage that we have come in. And it, again, takes our effort, it takes our agency to go out and use it, and it's the atonement of Jesus Christ. He has made it possible for us to not carry around baggage, for us to have those things cleansed and removed from our minds and our spirit, and it's up to us to be willing to go to him and say, please take this from me. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about getting those things out that have been weighing us down, and some of the impacts that even holding on to spiritual, mental and spiritual garbage, the impact that that has on our health. So Elma talks a lot about laws, and I actually really love everything that he shares. I think it's incredible. He had a very a very good, thorough knowledge of God's laws and the consequences that came with either following his laws and living in harmony with them and those blessings we receive from that, or the consequences that are negative that come from us not living in harmony with them. And I'm going to share some of those. In Alma 42, verse 18, he says, There was a punishment affixed and a just law given, which brought remorse of conscience unto man. And that verse right there has had a major impact in my life. Several years ago, it's been about 13 years now, maybe maybe 14, that I started really recognizing this working in my life and I would identify that my feeling my conscience was feeling this feeling of remorse or this feeling of guilt and sorrow over something I had done something I had said and sometimes I would feel that emotion and I didn't even know what I did or what I said but I but I trusted the scripture I knew that if I was feeling that emotion that was the signal that was the punishment that came along that was the signal to me that I had broken a spiritual law of God's and that if I could identify what I had broken then I could use the atonement and fix it and repent and have that feeling of remorse or that feeling of guilt completely go away and that happened every single time every time I felt that emotion I would stop 
I would stop whatever I was doing and I would take the time to go and talk with God and ask him to help me retrace my mental steps. What was I thinking? What was I doing? What was I saying? What was I motivated by? And help me identify what wasn't in harmony with his ways. And once I identified that, I flat out told him sorry. I flat out repented of it. I asked him to help me align my life with what was true and identify clearly what the truth was and not to fall into that same trap next time. Not to not to break that same law. And I'm going to be honest, there were a lot of times that I couldn't identify what it was. There were a lot of times that I really lacked the ability to retrace my mental thoughts, my my mental steps and identify which one wasn't in harmony. But this is what was really cool is that every single time that I got to that point where I just couldn't identify what it was. I knew that I had that emotion. I knew that I was feeling guilty or sorrowful or remorseful, but I couldn't identify what had brought that feeling on or even a feeling of anxiety a lot of times. There's just this unsettled feeling inside. And I knew that that was the signal that I had broken some spiritual law, but I didn't know even what the spiritual law was that I that I broke. And um, so every time I got to this state where I couldn't identify it, I would ask Heavenly Father and I would pray and I would I would always have my prayer be in the name of Jesus Christ. And I would ask him, please help me identify what it was that I did. And without fail, every single time, God would bring it right to the top of my mind. The very thing that, that I did or that I thought or that I said or the that I was even considering. Whenever I got to that point where I couldn't identify it and I asked Heavenly Father and I prayed in Jesus Christ's name, that very thing would come to the top of my mind and I would know exactly what law it was that I had broken. And then I could repent of it. And immediately, every single time without fail, when I would tell God sorry and I would align my life back so it was in accordance with his ways, that emotion would go away. I would be completely freed from that emotion that was a negative emotion that I was feeling, guilt, sorrow, anxiety. So I began to really build this relationship of trust with Heavenly Father and trust in the atonement, that I knew that no matter what I was feeling, if it was hard for me to handle, if it wasn't a good emotion, if it wasn't a good feeling, I knew that Jesus Christ could take it from me. As long as I did the work to identify what law was there that I wasn't living in harmony with. So once a spiritual law is broken... The punishment that's affixed that will naturally follow every single time is a remorse of conscience. And so we'll be feeling these feelings of remorse or guilt or sorrow. And even though we've used our agency to break that law, we haven't always broken the law knowingly. There's a lot of times that we aren't necessarily aware of of the laws. And I personally believe that when we lived with our Heavenly Father as spiritual beings before we came to the earth and received a physical body, I truly believe that he taught us all of these laws. And the reason why our spirit is the one that feels the punishment of breaking the law is because our spirit was the one that was taught what the law was. So I think that that's the signal to us is when we have this feeling of remorse, this feeling of anxiety, this feeling of guilt that, or just this unsettled feeling that, or even a feeling of hurt too. And we'll get into that in a minute. But when we have that feeling, that's the signal to us that there was a law that was broken. So when these laws are broken, 
then we have the emotion that follows afterwards. And this is where it really matters for us to use our agency. Because we don't, we aren't always necessarily aware of what laws there are. And, and trust me, I have been doing this for 14 years now where I've been keeping track of what times I feel this feeling of remorse and then identifying what law it was that I broke. And I've been keeping this journal of all these different spiritual laws that I personally have come to know. And the only way I've come to know them, I, I wish I could say that I've come to know them because I've studied the scriptures and and I know them all from the scriptures, but I don't. I know them all because I have felt the emotional punishment <laughs> of breaking them. And that's really has been the signal to me that, oh, there's a law here I need to identify. And it's it's been a huge blessing in my life to recognize those because the the same laws that I was breaking 12 years ago, I'm not breaking anymore. The same laws I was breaking eight years ago, I'm not breaking anymore. The same spiritual laws I was breaking five years ago, I'm not breaking anymore. Because each time I identify them, I start really working at aligning my life so I live in harmony with that law. And God just continues to show me more and more laws, more and more spiritual laws that I can align my life to live in harmony with. So our agency really comes into place after we've broken the spiritual law and we're feeling these emotions that are the signal to us. So when we're feeling these emotions, that's when we really have the decision to make. Because at that point in time, when we're feeling guilt or sorrow or remorse or hurt over something that we did, and sometimes we may not even identify exactly what it was that we did yet, but when we're feeling that emotion, that's when we get to use our agency to decide, okay, am I going to actually identify what this was that I broke or am I going to ignore it? Am I going to just pretend like I'm fine even though I don't quite feel right inside and just keep going on with my day? Satan is the one that tells us just to hide it. I believe that this is so important to understand and that God made sure that the very first lessons we have in the scriptures are the example of Adam and Eve when God commanded them not to eat the fruit and they chose to eat the fruit. Satan came and, and tempted Eve to eat the fruit. But immediately after they made that decision that didn't align with what God had told them, Satan was right there telling them to hide. Hide from God. Hide this from God. Don't let him know what you did. I believe God wanted that lesson out there so clear and obvious for us to see and understand that when we've made a wrong choice, when we've chosen something that isn't in harmony with God's law, that Satan is always going to try to get us to hide it. Because if we listen to him and we hide that, that means we're not using the atonement. That means we're not actually following Jesus Christ, letting him be our savior. And so that lesson is right there. The very first lesson that we have in the whole history of mankind. So when this spiritual law is broken, and we're at this point where we feel this feeling of guilt or remorse, the Savior's invitation is to confess that. Go right to God. Tell him what you did, even though he already knows. But us confessing is so important because he wants us to clearly identify what law it was that we didn't live in harmony with. And then we tell him sorry, and then we make restitution. If there was someone else that we hurt or something that we need to do to make up for it, we do that. And what happens is when we follow that path, we feel so much freedom. We feel so much happiness and we feel confident. We feel confident before God. We feel confident that whatever mistake we make, there's a good way out of it. And Heavenly Father is going to help us grow from it because after that mistake, we fully understand and recognize that law 
even better. And it's a lot easier for us to see it coming and not fall into that same trap. And we can align our lives with that law. One of my favorite things that comes from this path is just this overwhelming feeling of gratitude for the Savior and for his mission, for his life, for what he offers us and what he's capable of doing us. We walk away with this unshakable faith that Jesus Christ can deliver us from all of our own mistakes, all of our own sins, and that he truly is the Son of God and he truly is our Redeemer. So I've kind of only talked about when we have broken a law, a spiritual law, and we know that we've been given the light of Christ. Everyone's been given the light of Christ, and that's our conscience. And it says in Moroni chapter 7, starting in verse 16, he talks about how this light of Christ that's given to every single one of us allows us to know good from evil. So we are all being guided by the light of Christ, by our conscience, to know what's right and know what's not right. And even though we may not have identified spiritual laws, we usually have this little feeling inside that's trying to guide us to let us know what's right and what's not right. And I know that every single one of the listeners out there has has felt this, that even, and I'm just going to use a simple example because we talk a lot about nutrition here at Lyft, but even when I go to have an extra sweet or an extra dessert and I've already had enough. I know that my body's already had enough. I have that little feeling inside that I know that I shouldn't have more. And every single one of us have felt that. And that is the light of Christ guiding you to know how to be a righteous steward over your body. So when we listen to that, we live in harmony with Heavenly Father. When we don't listen to that, we feel we break that spiritual law. We break one of those spiritual laws. And we begin to not feel very good inside. But the number one thing that always turns us around, and it talks about this over and over and over, this is the whole message of the scriptures is to repent. If we're on a path and we're headed one direction, it might not be the right direction. The very thing that will always turn us, it will always turn us around and get us headed in the right direction is to repent. So identifying those things. And if I've identified that I gave into a feeling of fear and I tried to hide something that wasn't right, Every single time when I identify that and I tell Heavenly Father, I am sorry. I did that. I made that choice. I thought that thought and I started believing that thought and I started following that, being motivated by that. And that wasn't right. I'm sorry. And I apologize. And I ask him to forgive me in the name of Jesus Christ. Every single time I feel that emotional weight lifted off me. And I know that's my turning point. That's the turning point where I'm getting back on the right path. So identifying what things we need to live in harmony with or what things we've done wrong and going straight to Heavenly Father, even in regards to our health and telling him, I'm sorry, that's the turnaround point. That's what will get us back on the right path is the the blessing and ability to repent. However, another huge factor that we need to talk about is that because we all have our agency, everyone around us has been given their agency, we've been given our agency, These spiritual laws can be broken by other people and it will still impact us and be hurtful to us when other people break a spiritual law of God. And when that happens, there's a lot of feelings of hurt. And that's natural. Our spirit is going to feel hurt when someone has done something to offend us. So when that happens, when this spiritual law has been broken by someone else and it is affecting us, We have that same invitation again. That's when Satan comes in and he's like, you know what? You need to hide this. You need to feel sorry for yourself. 
you should be angry, you should hold a grudge, you're a victim, or you should keep this quiet. You shouldn't say anything. You don't want to get anybody else in trouble. You don't want to get in trouble. You don't want to pull it, draw attention to yourself. You need to just deal with it. So we'll pretend it didn't happen or ignore it and we'll hide it down in. So earlier I said in this podcast that there are things that we choose to do from a spiritual standpoint and those spiritual toxins that we allow to stay within our within our spirit and we don't deliver those up to the Savior to be healed and cleansed from those, if we keep those spiritual toxins in, it will begin to show physical symptoms and physical ailments in our body. And so many times there's a spiritual root to a physical ailment. So if we are having troubles with our vision, if we're having troubles with our hearing, if we're having troubles with our memory, most often that is a sign that something happened and we don't want to acknowledge it. We want to pretend it didn't happen. We want to forget it. We want to pretend we didn't see it. We want to pretend we didn't hear it. And we want to just pretend as if it never happened. When we accept that idea, we begin to give our body the message, we don't want to hang on to our memory. We don't want to hang on to our eyesight. We don't want to hang on to our hearing. And our physical body acts in obedience to the message that we're giving it. Now, we want to stop right here and say, this is my own theory. As I've worked with different clients, I've seen this pattern repeated over and over and over that we'll have a physical ailment and almost always it's because there was something that happened, a law that was broken and either their spirit was hurt or their spirit had this remorse and they chose the invitation from Satan to hide it and now we're seeing physical ailments of that. And when we get to that spiritual root and we identify, do you know what? This thing happened to me and it was the wrong mistake of somebody else. But me being silent or me harboring these feelings of being a victim or me being scared and fearful and not being willing to stand up for myself, that's really causing a lot of these health problems. And it's kept my spirit in bondage. When we recognize that and identify that, we can actually go straight to the Savior and handle it the right way. And the Savior wants us to love others. He wants us to forgive others. But he also requires us to stand up for the truth. And to stand up for ourselves and be willing to defend the truth. But a whole beautiful side of the atonement is that it allows us to be healed from the mistakes of other people. When that law is broken, when a spiritual law is broken by someone else and we're impacted by it and we have these feelings of hurt, we can go right to the Savior and we can ask him to heal our spirit. Heal us from what just happened. This is what happened. This is what they did. It wasn't right. This is how it impacted me. I'm going to hand it all to you. Heavenly Father, can you heal me in the name of Jesus Christ from this? Heal my spirit, heal my body, heal my mind, heal me all the way through and bless me with the feelings of forgiveness to forgive them. Sometimes that means we have to really stand up for the truth and protect ourselves because that person has their agency and they may not be willing to follow that same path you followed in going to the Savior with that mistake. They might be choosing to try to hide it, try to keep you silent, and that's going to be their agency and their decision. And it's all the more important that we stand up and defend the truth. So I said that it's been probably 13, 14 years ago that I started really identifying this, these feelings I would have when I, when I had broken a law, a spiritual law, 
I would first identify the feeling and then I would be like, okay, what spiritual law did I not live in harmony with? And I would go and identify that. And then once I had identified it and I would repent of it or fix it, um, I would feel better. And I, it was kind of an interesting experience because there were times that I remembered thinking, oh my goodness, I can't get anything right because I felt like I would break like 10 laws a day (laughs) and I would have that feeling again and I would think, oh great, what did I do now? Just over and over, there was all of this chastening that was coming from the spirit and it wasn't just coming from the spirit. I mean, it was the natural consequence. It was the fixed punishment for me breaking a law. It was just that I was very unaware of all these spiritual laws and I was finally starting to really recognize them and identify that there were a lot that I had just been living life oblivious to. So for a while, there was a lot of repentance that was going on. And that's when I really developed a very solid, strong testimony of who Jesus Christ is and what he can do for us as far as our being a redeemer. However, there was one experience that I had in particular where something had happened with my daughter and she was just young. And I was trying to help her understand how she would feel better if she went to Heavenly Father and and fixed the problem with him. And it dawned on me that she hadn't done anything wrong and that she wasn't feeling good inside because of the mistake of somebody else. And that's when I really started to understand that there's a whole other aspect to the atonement that I wasn't tapping into. And it's the ability of the atonement to heal us when someone else has done something that's broken a spiritual law. So as I talked with my daughter, and she was pro- she was really probably like three or four at the time, and I encouraged her to say a prayer, and, and I said, and just in that prayer, just ask Heavenly Father to, to help your hurt feelings. And she grasped onto that and understood very clearly that, yes, she had hurt feelings, and she could ask Heavenly Father to help her hurt feelings. And that was as simple as the prayer was, and she ended it in the name of Jesus Christ. And, and you could tell she just felt so much better. And so I was downstairs making dinner after that and just pondering that and thinking, I have spent so many years identifying all the things that I've been doing wrong and that the atonement can fix for me. And I hadn't stopped to identify how the atonement could heal me from things that had been hurtful in my life. And I realized that I had only really been accessing part of the atonement and part of the power that the atonement offers. So as I was cooking dinner, I kind of said this silent prayer and asked Heavenly Father to help me use that part of the atonement, help me use it to be healed. And um, the Holy Ghost, part of the mission of the Holy Ghost is to bring all things to our remembrance. And right there in that kitchen, memory after memory after memory just flooded into my mind. Things that I had truly been trying to ignore, forget, pretend it didn't exist, push it aside, bury. All of these things came flooding in that had been hurtful memories over my life. And there, and I'm, I'm talking like even little, silly, simple ones. Like one of the things that I remembered was I remembered watching a movie and there were several adults around when I watched this movie and I was just little. And in the movie, this man was talking on a phone and he said something And I don't even know what he said. I just remember it had a swear word in it. But at the time, I didn't know it was a swear word. I learned learned really quickly it was a swear word. But on the phone, he said that line with that swear word in there. And 
All the adults in the room were laughing, so whatever he had said must have been funny, and so I started laughing and then I repeated it, and I immediately got yelled at for using that language. And I remembered being so confused and hurt and wondering, why did they all laugh when they saw it on the television and now I'm in trouble? And I really didn't understand that, but it was funny. It was a memory I hadn't even thought of since I was like four or whenever or however old I was, it happened. But that was one of the things that came to my mind in that in the kitchen as I was cooking dinner and all those thoughts came. And I honestly, it was so emotionally overwhelming to have all those memories flood in. And sometimes when we do even a physical detox, there can be a lot that's released for us to have to deal with. A lot of toxins that are coming out and that are brought to the surface that have been buried, trapped in different areas of our body. And those things all come to the surface. And sometimes it can make us sick again for a little while as we're trying to clear those out. And can. And that's almost kind of what I feel like happened on a spiritual, emotional level is that as all of these memories came to my mind, I realized... I had been holding them in, and I hadn't known how to use the atonement to hand them all to the Savior and have them really cleansed from my spirit. So even something as simple as that experience that I had when I was little watching that movie, and I'm not saying, you know, that that was wrong with, and and obviously that was wrong of the adults in the room, but I'm not blaming them or I don't hold bitter feelings or anything like that because trust me, I've done plenty of my own mistakes where I've where I know the way I've handled something hasn't been correct with my own children and I've had to go back and apologize and repent of that. But I've known too that even when I go back and repent and apologize, even though I'm fixing it, that's helping me realign with the Savior and get back on track with Heavenly Father's ways and live in harmony with His laws. Even though I am apologizing, I don't have the ability to heal their hurt spirit. And me apologizing to them and making restitution to them doesn't heal their hurt spirit. But Jesus Christ can. The atonement can. So when they go to Heavenly Father and they say, what my mom just said or what my mom just did was hurtful to me, please heal me in the name of Jesus Christ. That's when their spirit can be healed. That's when the atonement can take care of it for them. And that's when they will gain their own testimony that Jesus Christ can cleanse them from all their sins, can heal them from the sins and hurt of other people, that's when they really have and develop this strong faith in Jesus Christ, who he is, his mission, his ability, his powers. And he becomes a very dear and close friend that they can rely on no matter what. So as I was in the kitchen and all these feelings came flooding in, I remember just sitting right down on the floor and sobbing, just all of these memories that I hadn't known what to do with as I was younger, hadn't known how to deal with them, so I just shoved them aside. But what a beautiful experience to cleanse those things out. And the Holy Ghost didn't bring those things to my remembrance until I actually had the tools and the understanding of how to use the atonement so I could cleanse them all out. And so this is the invitation now. To take this document, the Detoxing the Mind and Spirit PDF that you'll print off from the, from the Lyft library, it says Detoxing the Spirit at the top, and you'll see the symbol of a broken law that brings about guilt, remorse, and hurt, and the two different pathways we can take. And if we've chosen to follow Satan's invitation and hide the sin, ignore the sin, feel like a victim, and stay there, we've been trapped and we've been in bondage. 
but we can break free of those chains. We can break free of that bondage by taking it all to the Savior. This is going to be probably an experience that's similar to what I shared that I had in my kitchen that night. It could be a good thing to combine with fasting, but to ask Heavenly Father in the name of Jesus Christ to bring all of those things to your remembrance that you need to use the atonement to be healed from and to have the courage to do that. And that will break you free of those chains. That will help you detox all of those things that have been burdening your spirit. I just want to end by bearing my testimony that I know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I know that he really did come and perform an atonement that allows us to be liberated and forgiven and cleansed from all of our sins. And I know that atonement allows us to be healed, gives us the power to fully forgive others, and gives us the strength and courage to stand up for the truth and to stand up and protect ourselves and not allow ourselves to be in a situation where we can continually be hurt by someone who is choosing to continue to break laws of God. Every time we identify that we need his help, if we go to him, it will build a very strong and solid relationship, faith, and trust in the Savior Jesus Christ. He will become a very close personal friend to us. When we think of the parable of the ten virgins, we think of the the foolish ones and the wise virgins and the virgins who are wise that all those drops of oil are these good deeds that they did. But I know personally that every drop of oil that we have in our lamp is symbolic of the atoning blood of Jesus Christ. And every drop of his atoning blood that we have used in our own life to be forgiven and cleansed of our own mistakes and sins and to be healed and forgiven and cleansed from the sins and mistakes of other people. When the Savior comes again, we will be like him. And I truly believe that the reason we will be like him is because we've allowed him to come in and wash us and change us and heal us. He has become part of us because we've used his atonement so thoroughly in our life. This is what it means to me to have a healthy spirit. It's not a spirit that is free of making mistakes. It's a spirit that has been healed and cleansed and spiritually detoxed by the Savior Jesus Christ.